Hello everyone and welcome to Happiness Anonymous. How are you today? My name's Jem and today I'm checking in pretty good actually. I'm feeling really quite relaxed which is not characteristic for me and it got me thinking about how in this episode I want to talk about this idea of chilling, this idea of relaxing or more the phrase chilling or relaxing. We all know that when somebody is freaking out or having a bad day, that the worst thing in the world to them is to say chill or relax. We all know it's almost a trope that if you say that to somebody now in that situation, that they're going to get madder, they're going to get more freaked out, they're going to get worse. And it got me thinking recently because I, in the past few months, it is said to me, it is said to me actually quite often, to just chill, just relax. And it really got me thinking recently about how I don't know how to do that. I, even in a calm and relaxed situation and mindset, it feels like an impossible task. If you turn to me and say, just chill, what, do, what does that mean? What is that? I don't know what that means. And so I really started thinking recently about how there are other ways into imparting that message to me and somebody like me. And it got me thinking about the importance of linguistics when it comes to communicating about mental health, communicating to yourself and to others and to others that you are trying to help. And the words that we choose really, really have an impact on how we can navigate the world, how we can express how we're feeling, and also how we can help people. Because if I'm freaking out, or I'm stressed, or whatever, and you say to me, just chill, I will react so badly. To me, it's an impossible task. I don't know how to do that. But if you turn to me and say, what will be, will be. That is my key phrase, what will be, will be. That's imparting to me this message of chill and relax, and it's the same fundamental message that's there, but by phrasing it as what will be, will be, it's, it's reframing the information, reframing the idea of please chill out into something that I understand, because what will be, will be, is something very important to me because I understand that the universe or whatever you want to call it is far more powerful than I am. If something is meant to be and will be, then it will be. And I can't do anything to try and control that. I can't do anything to, to, to change that. So why should I spend any effort stressing out about it? And one of the things that's really helped me in guiding myself and also asking the people around me, you know, the people in my support network to try and help me. Because one of the things I think a lot of people don't realize is that we're told to put in support networks and surround yourself by people who can and will help. But if we don't talk to those people and give them the tools, give them the knowledge so that they can best help us, they'll forever struggle. And one of the things that my support network always do is they tell me to chill. And so recently, I've realized that's never going to help me, but what will? 
And what will is, I've gone around and said, instead of asking me to chill, can you ask me to just remember that what will be, will be? Because you say that to me and immediately, oh, I'm chill. Now, this this won't work for everybody. That phrasing won't work for everybody. I think it's something that is individual to everybody. And I think having a thought about it and a little bit of a moment of introspection into yourself can really help you figure out what terms and what linguistics you respond best to. Don't quote me on this. There is something that I heard or read or something years and years ago. I'd I'd guess decades ago. Where somebody said something along the lines of, if you're trying to remember to do something, say, I will remember to do this or remember to do this. Because a lot of us are more, we, we tend to say, oh, don't forget to do this. But this thing, this theory, argued that the operative word in don't forget to do something is forget. And therefore, your brain will. But if you change that operative word to remember, I will remember to do this, then your brain will, it will remember. I don't know if that's got any scientific basis. I don't know if that is based in any kind of deep set psychology. But I know that from the majority of my life, I've always been conscious of that. I have always decided and been very careful about linguistics in that kind of way. And at least with the forgetting and the remembering thing, every time I've said, remember to do this, I remember. Sometimes I don't, but that's because I'm human. So... I really wanted to sort of spend this episode talking about this idea of linguistics. And there's a lot of psychology and a lot of written stuff and podcasts that are all about sort of linguistic programming. Um, Cognitive behavioral therapy is very much uses this idea of linguistic programming and linguistics. But I think it's something that you don't need to be going through a certain kind of therapy. You don't need to be well-versed or well-read in any kind of psychology or psychological theory in order to really grasp this idea of how you say something to anybody is going to have a different effect based on their experience, based on who they are. Sometimes, like with me, with this idea of chill, I'm just not a chill person. Anybody who knows me, the last thing that they would associate with me is chill. It really is a telling thing when somebody describes me as chill because I'm like, okay, you don't know me at all. Um, Or you caught me on a very specific day with a very specific situation. But I'm not chill. So if you ask me to do that, it's impossible. So we find a different way to go about it. And it can be applied to so many other situations, so many different things. We all have different phrases and words that trigger us, that make us worse, you know, uh, and being aware of that within yourself means that you can put the right defenses up against it, you know, anybody who calls me annoying, I've got a very strange relationship with that word, I know exactly why, but ultimately I don't like being called it, it makes me feel 
very, very upset. And the people I care about know this because I've pointed it out because even in situations where they're joking and they're being a little bit banterous, uh, sometimes, oh, you're so annoying, comes up in quite a flippant uh, joking way, but it cuts me deep. And I think we've all just got to be a little bit open. You know, it feels very vulnerable to turn around to somebody and say, please don't use that word because it actually, it it really gets to me for whatever reason. You know, I think that feels very vulnerable. It feels, it feels very much like, oh, you're giving the power to somebody else over your emotions. But ultimately, what it is, is it's you safeguarding. It's you putting up active things around words so that you can defend yourself. And if somebody turns around to you after you've asked them not to call you annoying and they call you annoying, then they're the dick, really. <laughs> you know, unless they actually mean it, unless it's actually critical feedback. Um, but it's not just about defending yourself and being aware of the things that hurt you for your specific reasons. But it's also about when you're trying to ask for help or when you are trying to ask or, or you're trying to actually help somebody else. It's always worth just thinking on the phrases and the words that you can use. And if you're trying to help somebody or trying to communicate to somebody and they just don't get it or they're not responding well or worse, they're responding badly to it. Stop and think. I think a lot of people don't realize that I, I don't know, I, I was always taught from quite a young age that if you're trying to teach somebody, if you're trying to explain something to somebody and they don't get it, don't use the same words, don't use the same approach, stop, think about it, come at it from a different angle, use different words because it just might not be getting to them. And I think that idea of if you're trying to help somebody or trying to communicate with somebody, they just don't get it. Just stop and think about the words that you're using. You know, think about the approach that you're taking and and spin it. I think all of us need to be far more open. And I, I always work on open and transparent with my communication. Those two words, are, it's, it's a buzzword. I love open and honest communication. And I think the consideration of, of linguistics and language when we're trying to be open and transparent is very, very important and can be very, very beneficial, you know, even if it's just in talking to yourself, which is what I've really been doing recently. Uh, less in the crazy way, more in just the way of realizing that my stress levels are through the roof and um, I've managed to calm myself down by not just sitting there going, oh, you need to be less stressed and you need to chill out and you need to relax. But how do you do that and falling down a cycle of of just stress, really? Instead, it, it was a reminder of what will be, will be. And I find that phrase freeing and I wanted to talk about it and talk about, you know, it's not just that phrase. There are lots of phrases that can help us navigate the world, that can help us understand it better, that can reframe a thought or an idea and put it into a different context, a different mindset, a different approach that means it makes sense to you. So if you're reading something, if you're 
engaging with something if you're even just listening to this podcast and you're like well I don't know what the hell you're on about you know I don't I I don't get it I see your point I see your idea but I don't get it I think it starts with us it starts with ourselves in looking and examining an idea and trying to find the way that we both best engage with it goes right back to school where we're where we we're asked or we're asked various different questions to try and figure out what our best learning style is are you a visual learner are you an auditory learner are you a speaker are you a doer those kinds of things it's the same thing with your brain is how does your brain work how does your mental health work and linguistics can be a way into that just changing the way it's said changing the thought behind the sentiment, the idea, um, and how it's expressed. So that's how I've been uh, improving on myself and my mental space. Um, I've also been listening to an awful lot of podcasts and reading an awful lot of things. The Blind Boy podcast is continuing to impress the socks off of me. Uh, Zach Shepard is also doing an awful lot with Armchair Expert and a few other podcasts as well that he's guesting on that are genuinely, genuinely interesting to listen to. Uh, I think always take things with a bit pinch of salt. Um, but I know the Armchair Expert did a recent episode with Prince Harry or Harry uh not too sure what whether he has the title anymore or not but of England the ginger one um and that was genuinely an interesting conversation on mental health from the perspective of uh somebody who's a prince who's very aware of that that was their privileged background but also how they've managed to navigate the world to be quite a well-adjusted individual I think, or at least on the surface. Uh, and it's quite a good episode, so I can recommend that for this week. And if you're wanting to listen to anything, uh, go ahead and listen to that. It's quite interesting. But in the meantime, I am still reading um, Man's Search for Meaning. It's a very short book, but quite dense. Uh, I've been quite busy this week, quite stressed just because of workload. So I've been thinking a lot about linguistics. I've got another book coming up about internal chatter that I'm very excited to read, which is all about linguistics as well. So we'll probably have another podcast that's about linguistics and and words that you use and that the way that you talk to yourself. Um, but um, probably from a little bit more of an informed perspective. But until then, keep happy, keep safe, make good decisions, and have a great day. This is your friendly reminder that I'm not a professional. I'm just a girl on a mission to try and figure out this thing we call happiness. If you are wanting to ask for help of somebody more professional, if you are wanting or needing any kind of help, reach out to the heroes in the description of this podcast.